Hello, and thank you for joining me on Underneath the Hat podcast, airing every Saturday at 10 o'clock a.m. This is speaker, author, and podcaster of Underneath the Hat, Cherise Simmons, and I am so happy and grateful you are joining me tonight for a powerful episode on creating a global sisterhood by inspiring lives with such a beautiful soul who has an exceptional story to share. My very special guest is Dr. Shelley Hipsky. Dr. Shelley Hipsky is the CEO of Inspiring Lives International, an Inc. verified motivational media company. The American Chronicle called her a top entrepreneur in the U.S. and the Huffington Post categorizes her as a fierce woman. She is the president of the nonprofit 501c3, the Global Sisterhood, a charity that guides and supports women and girls toward their dreams and goals. Dr. Shelley has earned the titles of Entrepreneur of the Year and Inspiration and Empowerment, the Women of Achievement Award, Best Woman in Business, and VIP Woman of the Year. Three of her 13 published books, based on 100 amazing interviews from her Empowering Women radio show, the Common Threads Trilogy, focused on inspiration, empowerment, and balance, earned international bestseller status. The former tenured professor of PhD students and host of Inspiring Lives with Dr. Shelley on NBC has keynoted internationally from passion to profits in Hollywood to the University of Oxford in England, and now she teaches her signature Empower You Masterclass, making the world her classroom. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Shelley. How are you? I'm delighted to be here with you, Shri. I am excited to be here. I think that it's going to be a wonderful podcast, and I can't wait to hear your, your questions and your insights. Yes, thank you so much. Reading your bio, I didn't realize how many things we have in common. So I wonderful. Want to make sure that I focus on some of those tonight. Excellent. So I always like to start off first by asking each of my guests. The Huffington Post named you a fierce woman. So who is the fierce woman underneath the hat? Oh, such a good question. I, I, my fierce woman really comes out when I'm being truly authentic. And um, if I'm being authentic, then I am sometimes a hot mess. <laughs> sometimes mm -hmm. yep. I'm that, that mom that's just running around like a chicken with her head cut off, just trying to make it all work. Um, but other times I'm in a ball gown at a charity event, just, you know, making things happen or in a boardroom being the CEO. So it, underneath the hat, like it's the, the true woman that's under there has many sides. They're not all pretty to look at but right. they're all important. Yes, very true, very true. So with Global Sisterhood, your nonprofit, how yes. did it come to fruition? Oh, that's such a great question. So as you said in my bio, I had Empowering Women Radio and that was um, syndicated out to 120 radio stations around the world. Um, and as I was collecting these stories for my book, um, mm -hmm. and would turned into a trilogy, a woman in Pakistan, of all places, li listened to a radio show that I had done 
um, with a woman, Hasina, who's in South Africa. And I had been Skyping into classrooms there. I've been doing it for the last like seven years. And I work with teenage girls in empowerment circles. And this woman in Pakistan, Hena, she listened to me interview Hasina and about everything that I had done with them and helping these young girls. Um, and she came to me and at the time, I was a professor. I didn't think of myself as a, you know, as a, a reporter or that, that, those type of things. And she said to me, she said, Dr. Shelley, do you know what you're doing here? And, and you need to tell my story. And, and I said, well, I, I would be honored to, but her, her story was so big. Um, and it was, I mean, she, she was living there near, near the Taliban rule. Um, the, the girls there, I mean, their, their version of what empowerment is, is so different than what we have as Americans, um, child brides and, um, just all these very extreme, um, uh, holds that are put against them, um, so that they can't be their full selves, um, and so when she said that I needed to be the one to be her story and I needed to be the journalist to tell her story, I was a little floored. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did decide to do that. Um, and when I was doing that, not only was I telling her story, but I was also connecting her with other women around the world. Um, and, and like I said, she said, do you know what you're doing here? Because I was getting her the funding and the, the networking and the resources. And I said, no. And she said, Dr. Shelley, you're forming a global sister. Wow. Hard. Those two words, those two, two words, global sisterhood. I was like, and um, from there we went and I, I got it, um, you know, established on Since then, we've also been able to do fundraising events and my national award-winning magazine, Inspiring Lives magazine, is now a part of the Global Sisterhood. We're able to um, now put our spotlight on these incredible women around the world and right here in the States um, on what they're doing, what they're achieving, and, and the obstacles that they've conquered in their lives. Oh, wow. That's amazing. What has been the biggest aha moment for you being the president of this charity? The biggest aha moment of me with, with the charity and the nonprofit has really, truly been um, that women around the world all conquer obstacles. And once they've done it, so many of them want to help others. Like we are such a nurturing type of um, human yes. <laughs> and we, we love to, to give back. And so many of us will use whatever we have, whatever, if it's, if it's, you know, financial resources or volunteering or just giving back, we like to pour into each other. And then it, it can cause such an amazing um, domino effect 
for other women to say, oh my gosh, this person poured into me. I need to pour into her. And it, it, it's just, it's been so beautiful and how the global sisterhood has really just stepped out in, in faith and in um, love for sisters and just making it happen. Whatever needs to happen, we make it happen and we do it together. Yeah. And um, I, one another thing that I noticed that we have in common is I also have a foundation for girls called Young Ladies at All Times. And it's a mentoring Wonderful. program for girls ages 10 through 14. And so our mission is to work with them to make sure that they're becoming the best young ladies they can be both physically, academically, emotionally, and spiritually. So what would be some advice for an upcoming founder and president of a program that works to empower the youth? Oh, I, I, def- I think you already hit on it, Sherry, when you said mentoring. I think mm-hmm. it's that I, one, of, one of the books that I've written was called Mentoring Magic, Pick the Card for Your Success. And wow. I truly think that, thank you, finding that mentor can be a game changer for young women and mm-hmm. for, for grown women. Um, yes. But if you can find that person for the young lady that can, you know, do, do the hand down and lift them up with them, it is such a beautiful thing. It's so empowering. And um, it sounds like you've already hit on that. Um, I think that you really have to surround yourself with an incredible team, um, mm-hmm. whether that be your board of directors or um, your team kind of, you know, behind the scenes team of whatever you're doing, you have to have a team and a tribe and, and people that have your back. Um, I have been so blessed with my board of directors, with the Global Sisterhood, with my Inspiring Lives magazine team, and mm-hmm. just the people that I've kind of attracted into um, all these empowerment things that I've been doing. Um, so always be on the lookout for that, those talented people with huge hearts. Uh, because yes. they, they could be the ones that really can just take you places and take your mission to the right hearts and souls. Yeah, I, I'm the type of person, I'm an introvert. So for mm-hmm. me to even step outside of my box and to do something like this has really blown my mind as to where it is taking me for me to remove myself and be helpful to someone else. And like yeah. you said, to have that group around you, which is my board of directors, which are people who were mentors to me, are now helping me to push forward my dream and my vision for my program. And um, I went to see my therapist today before I had my call with you, and she has me pull these cards. And my card said, you have to be open to receive, because I'm so willing to give to other people that sometimes I don't always feel like I'm worthy to receive because I'd much rather be giving to someone else. Yeah. So it feels good to be able to see what I've done in just two or three years with my program, the things that I've seen these young girls um, transition into that were totally different from when I first met them just three months ago at the beginning of the program. So have you had any moments like that or women that stick out that really touched you or let you know that you were doing the right thing with global sisterhood? Oh, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think of Kemi in Tanzania who we've helped her create her whole entrepreneurial venture with these other women who really didn't have much. I mean, they, they're living in the villages there. Um, and we were able to get them sewing machines and computers to run a business and be able to support their family and, and raise up their community. And I think of Sister Zaf in Pakistan, who was teaching on a dirt floor, um, on, like outside under tents made of sheets with holes in them. And now she's got a brick and mortar, beautiful school building where she teaches to over 200 children and women how to, to do these things. It's just, I mean, the, the amount of people that have been served by the Global Sisterhood and then the people, and it, it goes both ways. I mean, like I think, of, I think of my vice president, Kelly Frost, who has been able to really lift me up when I've had, you know, a rough day. And we all right. We, we all need those people that kind of write us and get us back on track, especially if you are more of the visionary and you have these big ideas. And um, Kelly, who I was just talking about my VP, she always says that I'm like a, a big bunch of red balloons and I'm just like so many of them and they're all flying up and right. she comes along and she just weights them down to the ground and kind of grounds me and centers me. So that yeah. I can do the good. Because if you're really going flying in too many directions, it's not helping anyone. Right. Um, so we need those people also that can kind of ground us and settle us and um, take care of some of those nuts and bolts to make right. it really happen. So if you are just tuning in, this is Cherie Simmons of Underneath the Hat Podcast. And our special guest is Dr. Shelley Hipsky. And we are discussing creating a global sisterhood while inspiring lives. So another thing we have in common is we're both educators. Excellent. So as a fellow educator, what role has your experience in the education profession played in your life today? Oh my goodness. It's everything. I mean, I am a true teacher at heart, like to my core. And I loved teaching. I taught um, elementary school kids, special ed, and then I was an assistant principal at a school for kids with emotional behavioral needs. And then I was an education professor and PhD professor. And um, I, I adore teaching. And um, I really have been able to find this beautiful synergy with making the world my classroom now. And I teach my Empower You Masterclass. And I get to teach these fabulous women, predominantly entrepreneurs, to be able to to live their best life and to find that inspiration, empowerment, and balance and abundance, and it's just it's been such a joy. I love those. I, as an educator, I'm sure you can agree with this. Those light bulb moments when the student sits yes. and you just like yes. you can live with them. It's like yes, we did it. We got there. Yes, I have um, third and fourth grade. I do math and science, oh. and they had an aha moment today. I'm like, oh my god, they get it. We were introducing <laughs> fractions. I'm like, everyone says that fractions is the hardest thing concept to teach. But mm -hmm. I feel that when you set the foundation right of multiplication and division and them seeing a relationship between numbers, then it makes sense once they get to fractions. And they were getting it. I'm like, oh my gosh, even kids that I was a little like, I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the ones that were 
pushing forward and helping other people and explaining to them how to do it. So I was like, okay, now it's all clicking. Now they understand it. So yes, I definitely enjoyed those light bulb moments. Yes, they're, they're so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. And, um, you, you, and, and now I just look for them everywhere I go. Like I, I'm looking for those, but I do, I do recall. And actually my son is in fifth grade and we're working on fractions tonight. So that was funny that you said that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because as you know, as a mompreneur, it doesn't stop, you know, it's always, it's go, go, go. And you're, you're always just taking care of things. And, um, so I'm glad that I have that teacher background, even, even for the, the mommying that I have to do that, you know, I mean, you need to make sure that my kids are on track with their, their own homework. Um, so yeah. it, it, it's been a, a thread throughout my whole life and I absolutely love teaching. I would say teachers, educators make the best entrepreneurs if that's the field they go in because you have to be able to manage so many things at one time. And having mm-hmm. a classroom full of students that you never know what they may say, what they may do, or what the office may ask you to do, or what email comes in at the last minute of things that need to be done. You have to be able to juggle multiple things at the same time. And I think educators are best at that. Yes. Oh, I would totally agree. You know, I've never heard it stated like that, but you're absolutely right. Um, we know how to improv, think on our feet. Yeah, all things for all people. You know, sometimes you're you're the the nurse, and sometimes you're right. <laughs> you're the parent figure for those kiddos, and and in an entrepreneur field, you have to be able to think on your feet. You have to be able to pivot and go with the shifts and just make it make it happen. Um, so it's absolutely like teaching, definitely. Yes. Well, another thing we have in common is I love this game. Now, I don't have 13 books, but I have one, and I'm working on my second one. Beautiful. Titled Underneath the Hat. Underneath the Hat. Excellent. Excellent. Which is what started the podcast, and it speaks about my journey as a first lady of a church. Yeah. And the things that I learned going through the trials and tribulations with my ex-husband after finding out about his infidelities and how I realized who I was underneath the hat. So as the author of 13 books, do you have a writing routine that helps you get through the process? That is such a great question. I, I am a strange writer. I need to write. Like I have to write. My, my mother is a different type of writer. She, she writes fiction. I write nonfiction. She is, it's, difficult for her to like it's it's almost a struggle she she goes she does it but for me it just flows out of me like I have to put the words to the page I have to tell the story I have to get it out and so once I have created that table of contents and that outline it's really just filling in the blanks for me um it's it's filling in the blanks with either the research or the stories um and this one was, this one was different, uh, very different, because it was the first time that I actually wrote about how I created this whole empowerment empire that I've created with the, the multimedia company and the nonprofit and the uh, reaching out to women around the world and, and helping all these people. People all along have said, you know, how are you doing it? And, right. you know, 
how could I do, you know, how can I do it? Cause they, they want to learn from it. And I had never taken the time to really sit down and write that out so that other women could create their entrepreneurial journey. So this is, um, it's called ball gowns to yoga pants, Ooh. entrepreneurial secrets for creating your dream business and brand. So, and you're probably wondering why ball gowns to yoga pants, I'm sure. That was actually my next question. <laughs> so great segue. So why, how did that come about? I love the title because I can kind of yeah. understand where it comes from. But yes. uh, let the listeners know why Absolutely. you chose that title. So you probably have seen my, some of my social media, uh, but you, you know that, um, that that's, that's how I roll. I love, a, I love a ball gown. I love a yoga pant, but it was my daughter who noticed most that now that I wasn't in the corporate world, I wasn't a professor. I wasn't wearing those power suits to work every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was either dressed up all glamorous in a ball gown, going to a charity event to raise money for different charities or I was wearing the, the comfy yoga pants, you know, running behind my kids, making deals on my phone, but being very comfortable. So mm-hmm. she, she was the one who really said, you know, that's who, who you are, mom, that, that you're either one or the other. <laughs> right. And, and she, she loves that about me. And I love that about me, that I get to really, truly be that authentic self. Um, and it's not always super glam. Sometimes it is very dressed down. So ball gowns to yoga pants, it was, it was, it, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> yeah. And, and it just lets people know that everyone has different layers. Yes. And, um, we wear different hats, whether we yes. be a parent or an entrepreneur or a mm-hmm. coworker or a best friend. But underneath those hats, we have different layers. And one minute we're all about business with our ball gown, the next minute we're comfy and cozy and enjoying ourselves with our yoga. Exactly. You got it, girl. <laughs> you got <Yep>. it. <laughs> so I always ask one last question before we sign off of, of my guests. So, what yeah. advice would you give your younger self? Ooh, always such a great question. Oh, I would say, hang in there, kiddo. There's light at the end of the tunnel. You're going to go through some rough times. There's going to be some, some people that you connect with and you think it's, it's the right move and it's not going to be, but they will teach you something. So in the long run, everyone that comes into your life will teach you something, but you don't have to keep them in the fold forever. Um, Mm. I, I think that that's so important um, for especially young women to know that just because somebody was there to teach you that lesson doesn't mean that they have to, to drag you down and be that albatross yeah. around your neck. You, you, can, you yeah. can move on. Yeah, I always think about pigeons and then eagles. The yes. higher a bird gets, the more solitary they become. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the higher you go in your vision or mission or purpose, sometimes you'll have to have fewer people around you. And, yeah. and it's because, like you said, a lot of people tend to weigh you down. Mm-hmm. And so you need to go higher with a smaller group in order to get to where you need to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as long as you have the right group, the right people that have your interests at heart 
and your values and work ethic and those things, you're, you're going to soar. You're going to be that eagle. You're going to just take off. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yes. Well, I want to thank you so much, Dr. Shelley, for joining me today on Underneath the Hat. Absolutely. I was delighted. It was great fun. Thank you. Now, before we go, is there anything coming up that you want to let the people know that's happening underneath your hat? Underneath my hat. Well, underneath my hat, I've got awards. So we've got the Empowering Women in Philanthropy Awards coming out on May 1st. And um, we are still taking some nominations for that. Um, so people can go to inspiringlivesmagazine.com and they can subscribe to the magazine or they can get the um, nominate somebody that they know that's a true giver in their life for the Empowering Women in Philanthropy Awards. And we would just love to have you be a part of the Global Sisterhood. Oh, wow. Well, that sounds great. Thank you. Um, I also want to make sure I share what's happening underneath my hat. I have my underneath the hat live open discussion where we're going to be celebrating friendships because some of us, we may not have a significant other, but we have that A1 that's been there with us from the very beginning, who has been that shoulder to cry on or that voice of reason so we want to celebrate our friends because we never know given all the loss we've had just this year when we'll be able to say thank you and i love you so we're going to be having that february 23rd from two o'clock to 4 p.m in chicago at the west pullman library you can check it out on my facebook page underneath the hat and you can register and pay your donate, $10 donation at eventbrite.com slash underneath the hat. I'm also recruiting for my spring session of Young Ladies at All Times. And you can look that up on Facebook as well on my page, Young Ladies at All Times. And if you have any girls between the ages of 10 through 14, in the Chicagoland area that you feel would benefit from the program, please register them. So again, I want to thank you, Dr. Shelley, for taking time out of your schedule and joining us here on my podcast, Underneath the Hat. Thank you so much. Thank you. You take care. Thank you. You too. You can check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat.